the social introvert. That's another thing. People are not given time to develop anymore. They're expected to be great. You know, from the first record, people were like, you better be great. You can't be great. You know, you're new. You have to develop. All right, I'm talking fly shit. I'm going to speak plain. Simply try to clear the air. You could bring sage. My testimony and blood seeping through each page. A box of bullets, and I gave them all each names. Write a passage. Details. My write a passage. Bouts with depression. I'm attempting to fight the habit. Cut from a different cloth. A price that you can't imagine. I paid a pound of flesh in order to buy a fraction. What's in the cards? Convinced that your pain special? Call a spade a spade. Soup jokers that play rebel. You the ace in your hood. Paid in full and ain't settled. New jacks in the club. Cloudy diamonds and fake bezels. Auditioning for old dog. You should be yourself. Menace on wax till homies asking. Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Social Introvert Podcast. I am your host, Sid Davis. This is episode 492. You can find the show exclusively on bynkradio.net forward slash podcasts as well as Spotify, Apple Podcast, and anywhere else podcasts are available. Go ahead and give me that follow on Instagram and Twitter at Davis. I have other social media handles as well. The Instagram podcast page is at the Social Introvert Podcast. Twitter is at Social Intro Pod. If you want to follow me on TikTok, go ahead and hop on TikTok and follow me at Davis and follow the official BYNK radio page on there, which is at BYNK Radio. I got some more uh, TikToks and music reels on the way this week. Uh, been been very busy back and forth, uh, volunteering for shit that I uh, I didn't really want to do, but I did it anyway. Just found an excuse to be active. I went to a Latin social, and a very beautiful Latina chick taught me how to (laughs) uh, salsa dance and merengue and all this type of shit that was just going, I didn't know what was going on. I was just, I was shown the ropes over the weekend, and I had a blast. I had so much fun this weekend. Uh, I I also golfed uh, with some white buddies of mine, and I, I had a blast, and they were very cool and accommodating and welcoming, and yeah, man, it, it was it was so dope, right? I, I didn't take part in any firework related anything. I just I don't care about that. I was just surrounded by just cool people who who just do a lot of cool shit, like creative shit and outdoorsy shit. You just go out like I was out on um what was that place? It's called Harbor Point Golf Club in New Bern, North Carolina. Is it in New Yeah, New Bern. It's in New Bern. I was going to go to the one that was in Greenville, but it was like a country club and I was kind of like a little skittish and and scary. (laughs) I don't, I'm scared of country clubs. I don't know why. (laughs) I think they got cult shit going on in there. I don't ask, but I had a blast golfing and I really, really had fun um, being taught how to do some salsa dancing and and some samba and, and shit. Uh, by a few gorgeous women so that was like when okay that was what friday night i was dead tired but they got me out of my seat i did it again saturday i did it again sunday and yeah it was just a fun-ass weekend man i'm I'm glad that this four-day weekend came i needed it i did a little bit of recording I held back on the brand new episode for Terradome Highway. I was supposed to drop the new episode for Smile. Uh, when this episode drops, you're, you're hearing this episode. It is Wednesday, 
the regular drop time for the social introvert podcast and i will also have a brand new episode out for the Terradome highway podcast which will be smile and saturday this coming saturday i'll also have a new film review up for what movie is that watcher watcher is on hulu you can watch that it's a pretty pretty decent film psychological thriller stalker type film um it has the same girl in it that was in what movie is that called it follows so that that's what drew me to it when i saw her and i was like oh shit that's the white girl from it follows so i was like fuck it and i i liked it so yeah so we we, we're getting a double dose in in one week or a quadruple dose because i'm dropping an, an episode for the social introvert podcast on thursday so yeah man i had a blast i had so much fun golf uh kicked my ass and got home went to sleep and didn't wake up until like 8 p.m and was just up the whole night anyway let's get into this episode uh that song that you heard in the beginning is slow pokes by stick figure and producer the expert never heard of him before um i'm very familiar with stick figure shout out to stick figure uh i remember him from i think he was signed to mellow music group at one point and yeah that that's when i became a fan of his but uh, that is off of their brand new album called Ritual. And it's available on all music streaming platforms. If you've never heard of Stick Figure, I, I highly recommend that you you give him a listen. Give him a shot, man. Give him a try, man. See, see if you like it. If you don't, that's cool. If you do, that's cool, too. So, yeah, man, um, I, I've been on an up and up with music very, like, uh, like heavily during the week before we went on this four-day break and uh yeah Lil Uzi Vert's album The Pink Tape is out apparently the highly anticipated album from Uzi Vert Uh, this is the 50th year in hip-hop and we have not had a number one uh which is I I have my theory on that look everybody had dropped their shit in 2020 2021 2022 we got who we needed to come out in that three-year span uh, I think it's okay for those artists to kind of take breaks and just chill for a moment. Like, we don't need this over excess of music. It's cool that we get it, but, I mean, we, they, they they dropped in a year that I thought, the year that I call um, the summer of love. That's my new name, my new phrasing for 2020, the summer of love. <laughs> Too soon, but whatever. Um yeah, I, we just got a lot of artists that dropped within 2020 and 2021. I was super shocked at the volume of music that we got. I said that last week. So um, kind of chill out. You know, I I really don't care. Um, Hip hop is still the shit. It is still the greatest of all time. Um, I've been seeing more um, shading and shitting on of the genre of hip-hop and i know it's just coming to people it's coming excuse me coming from people who like to just kind of dibble in a little bit you know they got one foot in and one foot out and they you know you want to shit on black culture and then next thing you know you, you kind of want to stick up for them like fuck you okay stop being an ally you're not an ally stop pretending i'll get into that in a bit uh my first story comes from <laughs> the new york post this is kind of old but it's it's still resurfacing here and there. Plus size traveler demands free seats, better accommodations on airlines. 
a plus size travel social media influencer. Of course, she's a fucking social media influencer. Jesus demanded that airlines better accommodate larger passengers when traveling. Jalen Cheney. Oh, she, oh God, she's a Cheney uh, from Vancouver, Washington, started the change.org petition demand for the FAA to protect plus size customers, detailing several demands to ensure larger passengers can fly without issues. Before I go even further, just know that I am I am zooted off of the Red Bull. So don't mind me if I go a little off the rails this episode. Cheney <laughs> kicked off the petition claiming she and her fiance were subjected to discrimination on a recent flight from Pasco, Washington to Denver, which roughly takes just over two hours. Good God. Uh, read more. Read more. She claims other passengers refused to sit next to them with the pair receiving hateful comments and disapproving looks while traveling. As plus size traveler travelers, my partner and I have unfortunately experienced discrimination and discomfort while flying. The content creator wrote in her petition. I've never heard of her. What content does she create? Please l- l- answer me that question. Goodness gracious. The influence. The influencer wrote it was not the first time she felt discriminated against while flying. Uh, let me see. Um, on this is so many pop-ups on here. This is this is the best source that I could find on New York Post. On another flight, I was forced to occupy only one seat with immovable armrests that caused me pain and bruises, she wrote, citing that when she and her fiance purchase extra seats on their own, they are still mistreated by other passengers and airline staff cheney said her experiences flying caused her pain and vulnerability and that the airline companies have a responsibility to consider people of larger size when booking flights and is requesting the faa to step in to enforce her demands just fly jet blue they got the extra long uh what is it the i used to work for jet blue that's a damn shame i don't remember <laughs> extra leg room seats that's what it is She's not like huge or any. Well, uh, she looked like Grimace. Shout out to Grimace though. Is this G Day? Um, respects to Grimace. Respects to the, the McDonald's crew, Ronald, um, Hamburglar, all of them. Yeah, yeah. Um, whatever. <laughs> I'm going to hell. Uh, the FAA must require all airlines to implement a clear customer of size policy that prioritizes the comfort and well-being of all passengers. This policy should include clear guidelines on accommodating larger passengers, such as providing larger seats, seatbelt extenders, and alternative seating arrangements, Cheney wrote in the petition. All plus-size passengers should be provided with an extra free seat and even two or three seats depending on their size to accommodate their needs and ensure their comfort during the flight, the influencer wrote. For plus-size passengers who purchase extra seats on their own, Cheney wants to oh Cheney wants the airlines to fully reimburse their additional seats saying this process should be straightforward and this is a long ass article man um listen you going this far to do that just make up your own damn airline many people have made the airlines a lot of them have gone under since then and been bought out by major companies who knows you might get a big payday from um Azul for those who don't know what Azul is, it's an airline, up-and-coming airline by the CEO of JetBlue. Azul in Spanish is blue. Go figure. And yeah, yeah, that, that's a thing. Who knows? He might end up selling Azul to somebody. I don't know. Or 
probably to Spirit. Spirit might be become it might become a better airline due to the CEO of Azul wanting to do. So. I don't I don't know how they're gonna do it. I don't know. Um, I've never flown Spirit. I've heard Spirit is a disaster, and yeah, whatever. Um, stop complaining, and your big ass can control the weight. And I'm sorry to take it this route and be very mean and harsh, but I'm very aggravated as of late. I've been aggravated for about two years, okay? For a good two years since that that infamous car accident I had in, in Macon, Georgia. I've been very upset. So <laughs> I love that goddamn car, and I'm, get, I'm getting the same car again. But um, I say all of that to say I just – Whatever I'm going to say, is whatever comes out of my mouth, is so be it. I ain't said half the shit I really wanted to say on this podcast. And I'm being really, really pleasant and nice. So um, when I read stupid shit like this from people who just, I, who raised y'all? And, I, you know, the, the previous generations, they always complain about the younger generation. It happens all the time. And I can't do, but I, I can't blame anybody except for the, uh, previous generation you know what i'm saying it's like why did it, i don't know if it's so much like coddling or like what is the cause of everybody just being this i i don't want to say the wrong thing it's good nowadays that people can get help go to therapy or people are more open to getting help and going to therapy and speaking up that's wonderful but this complaining and shit is just overbearing and annoying like you just complain about everything do something about it and another thing my biggest complaint really in all of this from the recent events with the supreme court fuck the supreme court by the way uh i i don't know what it is about plus-sized women who need to force themselves into certain things the whole body positivity thing is a fluke i i don't see how they just inserted themselves into that is weird a little bit like you're not even discriminated against when it comes to the Supreme Court. So who are you to sit here and complain about needing extra fucking seats uh, to the FAA? Like get out of here, fam. Like <laughs> let me stop before I go overboard. Let me get into some new music. Um, Fabo is an RB artist that I've been listening to for quite some time. He is so dope. Uh, his debut album, Soul Quarius, I highly recommend it. Go listen to that. It is so cool. Um, I think I heard it off of the Soul Action Radio back when it first dropped. That album came out, what, 20? Yeah, 2020, if I'm not mistaken. He is back once again with a brand new album. It is called Don't Get Too Cozy. One of my favorite songs off of this project is called The Wind. Check it out. The social introvert. Popular like I'm the new kid on your campus. Stuck on stupid, got the lead and you can't lose it. Meant to ask you, have you ever seen a scenic view much better? Got pomegranate mixed with 1942. I'm much too high for shots, but I'll take one for you, yeah. But you said your friend, we're just friends. What you say? Your friend, we're just friends. But I keep blowing you out. I can't lose the wind. But I keep blowing you out. I can't lose the wind. 
just friends. But I keep blowing you out. Once again, that is The Win by Fabo off of the brand new album, Don't Get Too Cozy. It's available on all music streaming platforms. Give this album a listen, man. It's such a dope, relaxing R&B project. I just, for the better half of, I don't know. Well, it's been longer than that. But for the last several years, man, R&B just, they've been on it, man. They have been on it. So, for my next story, shout out to... Cole Jackson, he sent this to me and it's a bit odd. It, it just came out of nowhere. Uh, but before I get into that, I wanted to say something about the Supreme Court with the affirmative action thing. Just I I don't really care. Um, I'm yes, I'm in college, I go to school. Uh at the end of the day, to me, deep down, I know that the degrees don't mean shit. Uh me going to school was out of boredom. And I knew I would be able to take care of the loans. I was able to afford it. So I said, fuck it. I, I don't have anything to do. Why not do something involving what I love to do, which is music. So I attended Los Angeles Film School. I think I what graduate somewhere. I was supposed to graduate this year. The date was pushed back because um, I, got, I got a little unfocused, you know. So but the graduation date is in 2024, somewhere in the first quarter. So can't wait for that. I'm looking forward to it. Um, yeah, man. I just, I know it don't mean shit at the end of the day. You know, they're trying to make, or they, they've somewhat gotten certain places like you, you can attend to in college for free. And that kind of hinders and diminishes the meaning of degrees. Like doing that makes the bachelor degree only equivalent to a high school diploma not saying that there's anything bad about it but i mean when you <laughs> when you get that far in academics only to be told that this really don't mean shit and is only equivalent to your diploma is like well what the fuck um affirmative action is a very rough terrain of a topic to just you know kind of you know, ride on and, and kind of discuss. So I don't really try to get into it. I don't give a fuck at the end of the day. Um, update on the whole affirmative action ordeal with the Supreme Court. Uh, there has been a lawsuit against some of these Ivy League colleges like Harvard and Princeton and uh, what what is that like? Other whatever other schools. So basically, they're suing and gunning for them over the legacy admissions and this is why i said that a lot of that doesn't really mean shit because most of them are only or have only attended those schools because they their great great grandpappy attended that's really the reason why that they got into those schools most of that that they're doing don't mean shit a lot of that doesn't mean shit so and then a part of that i think when when black students started getting into the mix and really killing it in academics and excelling more than ever, it became a problem. Don't forget that. It only became a problem when black students started excelling like crazy. So uh, the affirmative action shit does not bother me because uh, when it comes to black people, I just know how fucking resilient <laughs> we are and have taken 
nothing and made it into something and rerouted and made shit work. So that's what I'm familiar with. That's what I've done all my life. And it's worked out so far. I, I could care less about what the Supreme Court's doing. They're full of shit. They've always been full of shit. I don't know why people are shocked. Uh, Clarence Thomas, a lot of people are bringing up old shit about Clarence Thomas. Uh, Shine told y'all on Godfather Buried Alive that he was a damn puppet and he ain't shit. So uh, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you beyond that. It just because I don't this is this thing about black folks. They see other black people a part of something and think that that black person or those black people are for them when they are part of the system. They are in the matrix. So don't be looking at them and think, oh, they're for us because y'all got matching fucking skin tones and or your ethnicity is the same. I, I don't know. I'm just I'm over it, man. Maybe maybe I'm too goddamn woke. Maybe I'm out of the matrix. Who knows? Shit. Anyway, um, the other thing with the Supreme Court, uh, the ruling that companies can discriminate against LGBTQ plus communities. And I know a lot of people came out and started saying what they wanted to say. Um, I read that and wasn't surprised at all. Not not in the least bit, because you do it to Mental Health Awareness Month. You do it to, to Men's Health Month or whatever it is. You do it to um, the Hispanic Heritage shit. And you do it for Pride Month, too. You don't give a fuck. You pretend that you do, but you really don't give a fuck. So when I saw that, I'm like, okay. And there's a lot of people. I don't want to speak for everybody that's part of that community, you know, there's some in that community, I think, that genuinely believe that the government is for them and is truly genuine ever since the, you know, the ruling that, you know, gay marriage is legalized. You know, that all of that was just like, oh, shit, they love us and blah, blah, blah. But I saw that and I was like, OK, yeah, they're they're kind of just letting that go. But they truly don't give a fuck about them. I know they don't. I know they really don't. And this proved it. Right after Pride Month ended, <laughs> hey guys, <laughs> you just discriminate their gay asses. Who cares? Say whatever you want about them. You know what I'm saying? I just I thought that was shitty, but I, I still wasn't surprised about it. I I'm like okay, yeah, that's that's typical for the American government. But yeah, um, hold your head, keep your head up. Uh, fuck the Supreme Court, fuck the American government. I will say that. I know a lot of people say, oh. You're, you're, you're treason or you're an enemy of your own country you'll say some dumb shit like that and i'll say this your government looks at you as the enemy they don't give a fuck about you uh with that being said about the government not giving a fuck about anybody um the pentagon has come out and said that there was an accounting error made <laughs> and provided this error was that they provided an extra 6.2 billion dollars for ukraine military aid listen to this clip and just listen to the bullshit that just soothes within this individual that's giving this shit out check it out following up from um some announcements earlier this year during the department's regular oversight of our execution of presidential drawdown authority for ukraine we discovered inconsistencies in equipment valuation for ukraine in a significant number of cases, services used replacement costs rather than net book value, thereby overestimating the value of the equipment drawn down from U.S. stocks and provided to Ukraine. Once we discovered this misvaluation, the Comptroller reissued guidance on March 31st, clarifying how to value equipment in line 
with the financial management regulation and DOD policy to ensure we use the most accurate of accounting methods. We have confirmed that for FY23, the final calculation is $3.6 billion, and for FY22, it is $2.6 billion for a combined total of $6.2 billion. These valuation errors in no way limit or restricted the size of any of our PDAs or impacted the provision of support to Ukraine. And while the DOD, while the DOD retains the authority to utilize the recaptured PDA, this has no bearing on appropriated USAI or Ukraine PDA replenishment funding approved by Congress. Now, I've made my piece and said what I had to say about the whole Ukraine and Russian uh, dilemma, debacle, whatever you want to call it. And people say, well, you, you need to care and uh, I don't give a shit. If you're not caring about the American people and taking care of home first and you're providing millions upon millions upon billions and billions of dollars to other countries and you're you're letting people here go homeless why would i give a fuck about them that's their fight that's not ours why are we jumping into people's business why are we what is the reason for that and i remember i want to say 2020 2019 2020 somewhere around there and 2021 uh andrew yang Remember that name? Remember that person? Andrew Yang and people thought that he was just fucking crazy. They thought he was just nuts because he wanted to implement, I believe it was called the Freedom Dividend. And it was supposed to be the, like this universal income of like $1,000 a month, which equivalents to $12,000 a year for every American adult over the age of 18. And um, yeah, people thought that he was just like, what the hell is he talking about? We can't afford that. Like, how in the hell? Da, 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 da. And look what they're doing. Look what's happening. People are just, they're 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 making it rain on fucking Ukraine. And that might be the name of the fucking episode. Making it rain for Ukraine. Oh lord, that's the name of the episode. Making it rain for Ukraine. That rhymes. Anyway, yeah, this shit is happening, and this is why I get a little annoyed. Like, I understand people are. They're, they're still optimistic. They're still trying to look for the light at the end of the tunnel. But I think maybe as a kid, I've just seen too much when it came to political issues and paid way too much attention to all of this and the, 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 the superpowers of the world and the, the studying about the powers that be. Maybe I just got way too deep into it. Because I did back out of it. It just became too much. And it, what it did was make me very cold and angry to an extent. Not at people, but towards what the government is doing. I was like, they're all full of shit. They're all full of shit, no matter how you look at it. It could be the Chinese government. It could be the Russian government. It could be the Canadian government, even. Uh, the, the, the government in, in South America. Like, it's just... It's shitty. Everything about it is shitty. The politics in Africa, man, they have their issues. North Korea, South Korea, it's, all of it is terrible. So when I see something like this, I'm like, see, still full of shit. Like, I, I just, I don't have hope or see any light at the end of the tunnel when it comes to, I, well, I won't say the rest of the world, but I'll say our politics, the American government, because they're going to make sure and it's a means to an end that they want to see us fall apart. Our own leadership wants us to fall apart. 
while aiding other damn countries that could probably be okay and sustain itself like they have been for hundreds to maybe thousands of years. I, I don't understand it. it. It's really fucking annoying. I, I, I don't know. But, um, yeah, man, uh, we'll, I, I guess we'll get through it. <laughs> That's all we can do is hang on and, and hope for the best and stick together. That's first and foremost as people, the citizens, we just got to stick the fuck together because this separation thing, this, this, I don't know this. I don't know, man. I don't know what to call it. I know there's like a, a division going on, divide and conquer type of scenario or ordeal. I just, I don't know. We, we got to do something, but yeah. Uh, shout out to Cole Jackson. He did bring me this story though. This is the story that I wanted to get into. And let me see. This is about Pornhub. This is about that, that the nasty stuff. Woo. Nasty, nasty. Okay. Let me, <laughs> let me pull this up. And this is like little text writing. So I'm going to do my, oh, there we go. I'm going to zoom in. Oh yeah. There we go. Okay. Pornhub. All right. If you haven't heard, elected officials around the United States have started to introduce laws aimed at preventing children from accessing material harmful to minors online. This is great. We've supported this for years. We believe that any law to affect this must preserve user safety and privacy and must effectively protect children from accessing content intended for adults. Unfortunately, the way many elected officials have chosen to implement these laws is haphazard and dangerous. Here's the problem. A number of states, including Virginia, my stomping ground, shout out to Virginia, racist motherfuckers, including, <laughs> including Virginia and Mississippi, ugh, effective July 1st, are requiring mandatory age verification for users or of users, but they are not regulating the enforcement of these laws. What? Whoa. So that means adult platforms can choose whether or not to comply. Responsible platforms will follow the law. Irresponsible platforms won't. We already saw how this scenario plays out. When a similar law was enacted in Louisiana in January, Pornhub was one of the few sites to comply. Since then, our traffic in Louisiana dropped approximately 80%. These people did not stop looking for porn. Of course they did, bruh. They gonna find a way regardless. Anyway, they just migrated to other corners of the internet that don't ask users to verify age, that don't follow the law, that don't take user safety seriously and that often don't even moderate content we have made the difficult decision to fully block our site in virginia and mississippi as we have also done in utah the mormon state Woo! we are sorry to <laughs> to let our loyal visitors in these states down but have opted to comply with the newly effective law in this way because it is infective ineffective and worse will put both user privacy and children at risk. The only solution that makes the internet safer, preserves user privacy and stands to prevent children from accessing adult content is performing age verification at the, at the source on the device. Many devices already offer free and easy to use parental control features that can prevent children from accessing adult content without risking the disclosure of sensitive user data. 
The safety of our users is our number one concern. That is why we are taking this important step to protect the users that our elected officials have chosen to endanger. So, okay, shout out to Cole. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I've been seeing a lot of like shit controversy behind Pornhub with a lot of explicit videos on there. Of course, there's explicit shit on there, but it had been involving people individuals under the age of 18 and there's been this petition to ban Pornhub for the longest time and I'm trying to find it really quick please forgive me should have this already up but let me see Pornhub controversy let me see if I can find anything on that um let me see Pornhub owner MindGeek bought by Canadian private equity firm no um Okay, Pornhub removes millions of videos after investigation finds child abuse content. That's what it was. That's what it was. There's been a lot of that shit running around, running rampant on uh, Pornhub. And yeah, that, that's the whole thing that's going on. But the blocking of these sites in Utah, Mississippi, and Virginia, um, people are just going to find other avenues, rather be OnlyFans, which I, I don't agree with fuck are you playing paying for only fans to be like these are some lames and i'm not trying to bet because i got some lady friends who do only fans so i'm not trying to bash them at all like i want to start something very soon where i just talk to only fans girls and try to get in the mind of them and what they think or why they're doing this so i don't know when i'm going to start doing that but that will be a thing in the near future I just I'm just curious to know it's not to rag on them or shit on them I truly just want to know because it just they just jumped into this shit full force like whatever um but anyway people are gonna find different ways uh rather it be uh what what site is that is bang bros a thing anymore I don't know um spank bang I think I think that's the name spank bang uh I think it's X. Hold on. Let me see. I don't want to. No, I don't. No, I'm not doing that shit to corrupt my laptop. I ain't got none of that bullshit on my shit. Uh, if I can remember what, X videos or something like that. Like there's multiple sites that people can go to and get their fix. Pornhub ain't to what they're doing. Pornhub ain't shit. And they're like, well, OK, I do like the theme song, but fuck. Like, <laughs> if they're blocking me from viewing this, um, I can just go elsewhere and, and get my shit and not be asked about age verification. And I'm pretty sure the sites that I just named don't ask for age verification whatsoever. They ask you to, like, sign in, but I don't think it's like an age verification and all of that. Some crazy shit. But you can, and yeah, you can watch, like, the full video without making a profile there's millions of sites out there i wouldn't say million but probably like thousands upon thousands of sites where you can do that at but yeah this is a to me a nothing burger um maybe not for utah it's the mormon state knowing about the mormon culture and it's it that shit is wild is a lot of let's just say there's a lot of people that were Mormon that are no longer Mormon. And I had a buddy of mine, Steve. Shout out to Steve. Steve <laughs> explained to me 
what his adolescence was like as a Mormon. And I couldn't believe it. And he says, I can't believe it myself. He's like, I, I could have sworn I was driven crazy, but I mean, Hey, I made it, you know, I'm married, got a wife, got a kid on the way. He said, things are awesome. He's like, but I would never go back to that shit. This shit is like cult. Like, but, <laughs> but shout out to him. Um, I know the people in Utah are going insane. Uh, Virginia, I, I don't know. Like they, they can probably go somewhere else. Mississippi, they can go somewhere else. Probably to their cousin's house or something. I don't know. But yeah, this is nothing. This is really a nothing burger at the end of the day. But shout out to Cole Jackson. Thank you for bringing me that story. I read that days ago and I was like, wait a minute, bro. Like there's something else going on with Pornhub. There's like this crazy story going on with them. And I was trying to figure it out, but yeah, that's what it was. It was like child abuse allegations. They had some shit going on there with kids under the age of 18. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. But uh, yeah, let's get into some new music real quick, man. And um, hit y'all with another story real quick. And I'm going to get up out of here. So uh, my next song I wanted to play. I'm, I'm kind of conflicted because I wanted to, it's like two or three different joints I wanted to play. Uh, what, what do I do? What do I do? What do I play? What do I play? Um, you know what? Fuck it. There's a new song and then I'm, I'm only playing this because one, I love it. It sounds beautiful. And I follow her on Instagram. Her name is Takara, uh, T-A-K-A-R-A on Instagram is at Takara, the koala. And she makes these reels where it's like coffee or something. I forgot what she does, but she has like a message written on the front of the glass and then she turns it around and it has the uh, the full completed message on uh, the, the backside of it. But she's an R&B singer. Well, I, I don't know where to place her. I would say she's R&B, but she has somewhat a different elements in her production style sometimes, sometimes. But uh, regardless, I like her a lot. She's very talented. Uh, she did drop an album back in 2022 called Kind of Messy. I really rock with that album. But this brand new single that she has is called Coffee. Check it out. The Social Introvert. Go 
responsible for herself But it all goes away when the day goes dark And I turn to not to step on As I'm lying there quietly holding on Hoping I don't wake up till dawn My makeup it has all the bags I own No maze is just her alone Draw the lipstick line up above my cheek Once again, that is Coffee by Takara. It's a brand new single. It's available on all music streaming platforms. Be sure to check it out. Give her a listen to. Check out her previous album from 2022. Check out her entire catalog. Uh, Hey, give her a follow, support her. Follow her on Instagram, Takara the Koala. Really dope. So, uh, man, Ice Cube, Ice Cube, Big Man Cube um, has come out and basically has... Uh, stated about the gatekeeping of the big three by the NBA. They said the NBA is playing gatekeeper with the big three. So Ice Cube, owner of the big three, the first black owned sports league in America, is facing challenges in expanding his brand due to certain gatekeepers. In a recent video, he expressed frustration with these gatekeepers hindering the growth of the league. Cube specifically mentioned the NBA, the commissioner, Adam Silver, being named in a separate interview as someone who doesn't support their endeavors. Cuban concluded the video by announcing a summer tour. He intends to promote his brand on various podcasts and platforms while urging the NBA to stop their behind the scenes actions, which is dope. Um, I did see the interview with him and Joe Rogan. I watched that. That was pretty dope. And yeah, this isn't anything surprising. Like they, see like the a black man just doing his thing doing a damn thing killing it in the market just doing whatever they can and still blocking him from doing whatever they want like till this day look at jay-z where's jay-z now just larger than life family man married to beyonce and it's just you know he's just living out his his dream his success and they still still Say, oh, he was a he was a crack dealer. He sold drugs and da 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 da. They they still disrespect until this day. So it isn't anything surprising. I'm not, I'm not shocked in the least. But it's Ice Cube. So though Ice Cube has calmed down a lot. A matter of fact, he has calmed down a lot. But it was one thing I remember him saying that when it comes to movie roles, even today, uh, people are scared to speak to him. They're scared to sit in a room with him. They have to get extra people to sit in there um, just in case something happens. So I'm thinking that they're just going off of his fuck the police days with N.W.A. Just what N.W.A. was regarded as at one point and um, (laughs) his solo work and then him running into Brian Turner's office uh, with a baseball bat, just smashing shit. Um, I, I believe it was. I think this was after America's Most Wanted, you know? Yeah, yeah, this was after America's Most Wanted. He ran up in Brian Turner's office and just started smashing shit with a baseball bat. And, uh, yeah, this a lot of people, they still look at that and still fear the man. And Ice Cube, like, <laughs> I don't know how many times over, has changed and become this different person. He's still very militant and will speak his mind, but... He's changed a lot. This man was in fucking 
Uh, <laughs> are we there yet? <laughs> for Christ's sake, he's in a sequel. He was he's doing a bunch of shit for children, and there's been talks of him being in an updated version of a Christmas Carol where he plays Scrooge. They've been talking about that for years. And I, to be honest, I hope that happens. If they get Ice Cube to play uh, an updated version of Ebenezer Scrooge and uh, a Christmas Carol, I'm there front and center. I cannot fucking wait. But yeah, this he's still dealing with a lot of shit. Like there's a lot of things behind the scenes. These these black folks are trying to get off the ground. Your Byron Allens. Your um, I'm matter of fact. I'm shocked that Tyler Perry was able to acquire BT and VH1. Say what you want about the man. I'm highly shocked. I don't know, but uh, kudos to him. I don't see a whole lot of people congratulating him. I'll congratulate him. I'm not the biggest fan of Tyler Perry shit, but I will congratulate that man. Like <laughs> For you to acquire BT and then take it a step further and say, no, I got VH1 too. Hey, dope in my book. But yeah. Um... I really hope that the big three just, it, I don't know. I just, I hope it becomes something much larger than life. Cause I would love to see NBA players from the past jump in that thing and play. It's just, it's so many NBA players I could think of right now that I would love to see play. Like if Kobe was still alive, I'm wondering would Kobe join the big three <laughs> league? <laughs> That's something I would have loved to fucking see. Iverson, um, th there's a lot of them. But yeah, I'm not going to get into that. Uh, but anyway, I guess that wraps this episode up for me. Uh, thank you for listening to episode 492. We are eight episodes away from 500, which feels weird. We are eight days. Eight da oh, shit. Eight days from 500. Eight days from... from um, from the six year anniversary wait a second hold on hold on hold on did i didn't even time that right hold on i, I didn't plan that i didn't plan that at all oh man eight episodes away and then we got what eight days away so eight and eight should i go play some numbers or something i don't know anyway uh shout out to the john and podcast shout out to 12 cow podcast Two Awkward Millennials, Tackless Know-It-All, Stakes is High Podcast, Reasonable Ignorance, Ignorant Philosophy, uh, Brunch with Besties, Random Tandem Podcast, The Drunken Nights, and of course I can't forget about the BYNK fam. Shout out to Government Name Podcast with Shogun and Cole Jackson. Shout out to Rain Coleman over there at the Carefree Black Nerd Podcast. And Whitney Janae and Rose the Artist, the host and co-host of the Sex with Friends Podcast. And last but not least, shout out to our BYNK blog content creators. I'm also a blog content creator. You can go to bynkradio.net, go to the lifestyle section, scroll down till you see Grown Man Shit, which is Robin Mortal's blog, Jasmine Blue's blog by Jasmine Blue, and yours truly, Social Introvert. And yeah, man, um, subscribe. Subscribe and follow the Teradome Highway podcast. Um, I have been just coming up with new things for the podcast recently, just trying to get some things together for it. Like I said, tomorrow, when this episode is out, the brand new episode for Smile is out. Uh, and then Saturday, Watcher, which is a brand new film from 2022, 
uh, will be up. And I guess just stay tuned. Just make sure you follow and subscribe to the podcast. Give me a five-star rating on Teradome Highway. Give me a five-star rating on the Social Introvert Podcast. Give me some feedback. Whatever you like, whatever you don't like about it, I don't care. Just I'm everywhere. So please support. Support me on both shows, please. I know a lot of you, I don't watch horror movies. I don't, uh, there's too much gore. Oh my God, no. Subscribe. Just, just subscribe. You don't have to listen. Just subscribe. Unless I'm talking about some like 80 shit, you can listen to some. Come on, man. I know you want to hear my take on like Friday the 13th or something. Like, come on. You know what I'm saying? But support me. Support me, please. All right? Come on, man. Also, Tasha K, YouTuber, who has been <laughs> sued <laughs> by Cardi B. And the whole con- y'all, y'all know the controversy between Tasha K versus Cardi B. Uh, Tasha K has given her opinion on Blue Ivy dancing on Beyonce's Renaissance tour. And I want you to listen to this clip. The gist of it basically is what she says is she looked like the iRobot that be vacuuming my floors. Listen to the clip. Soon enough, she went on to tell the publication that she's super proud uh, seeing Blue Ivy perform with her mom. Now, I can't help. That's a little bit of shade, okay? Because um, everybody knows Blue Ivy was very stiff up there. Uh, I said, Beyonce just gonna tell this girl that she got it. We've seen 13-year-old girls from the hood out dancing hula hoop, huh? I like Blue Ivy. I think she's beautiful. I think she's gonna be a model. Her mama already has her life being set up, but her mama has to be honest with her and tell her the truth. I need Beyonce to take a day trip back down to Houston. I need her to take a trip to the projects. All right. Her local uh, rec center, local Boys and Girls Club, leave Boo Ivy down there for one week. And let's see if she's able to loosen up. Okay? Because, like, my... my put her in a all-hood cheerleading camp. You, you know there's the black cheerleaders and the white cheerleaders. I got a feeling she over there with the white cheerleaders, the Catholic cheerleaders. They're not supposed to bend over all the way. They're supposed to do this. They're not supposed to. They're not supposed to booty hole brown. They're supposed to. But the black cheerleaders go bend over. I just think Blue Ivy just needs a little bit of tweaking, okay? Maybe maybe, maybe, maybe next tour. But if I'm paying $2,000 to see, I don't want to see a robot up there. She looked like the iRobot that be vacuuming my floors. <laughs> hey, look. Hey, look, 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 look. If they. <laughs> I will not be surprised if something happens to her i don't know if they're gonna pull up with black trucks on the driveway i don't know or they're gonna freeze her ass i don't know what the fuck is gonna happen shorty you done man look i don't think people learn from carrie hilson's lesson remember the carrie hilson situation look tasha k you might want to relax you might really want to relax you talking about people's kids you really want to relax <laughs> what is wrong with people i know i'm ignorant and i say some shit but i tread and i you know i tread lightly i I walk the tight rope a little bit i don't go that far i don't go that damn far goodness gracious anyway um i will be back thursday uh but yes as always take care of each other most importantly take care of yourselves 
And uh, yeah, have a great week. Have an even better weekend. I mean, the, the weekend's right back around the corner again for those who had a four day weekend. It's like we we really about to take another another weekend. Um, but yeah, take care, and I will see you tomorrow. Peace. The social introvert.